From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Right now on the Afternoon Edition, a community in mourning after a Santa Rosa student was killed in the classroom. Good afternoon, I'm Elizabeth Cook. Now, here's what we know about the deadly stabbing at Montgomery High School. A 15-year-old student is in custody for stabbing another student to death and injuring another one. Detectives believe the students have had problems in the past, and this time, investigators say two boys walked into an art class looking for the 15-year-old freshman, and that led to a fight. And while teachers tried to break it up, investigators say the suspect pulled out a folding knife and stabbed both the other boys. Now we've since learned the school district had no private security or officers on this campus or any others. For me, I don't usually feel unsafe, but now that it's like a very surreal moment and I just feel like there's always been like a lot of fights worse than last year and it's like, oh, well, you know, what if something happens to me or one of my friends? Police say they found the suspect almost an hour later near a creek by St. Eugene's Cathedral School. Police are still looking for the knife. Now, the boy who died was identified as 16-year-old Jaden Pienta. He was a junior at that school. While classes have been canceled for today and tomorrow, people have been coming to the campus to pay their respects to the victim. Our Justin Andrews is there now and just an absolute heartbreak for this community, the parents, and of course, the students that go to that school. Yeah, Liz, since yesterday when this news broke, I've been trying to wrap my mind around what actually happened, and I'm not the only one. The people in this community, they are as well. Take a look. We have a couple students, actually more than a couple students, and even potentially parents are standing right here outside of the memorial here. There's also a flag that's been now at half staff. That wasn't the case this morning as they honor uh, you know, Jaden, who was killed yesterday in this stabbing. As you can imagine, this community really has been coming together. They've been in mourning for more than 24 hours. This memorial outside of the high school here has been growing slowly all morning. Now into the afternoon, and I'm sure it will be growing even more. Spending all morning out here, I've witnessed the community come together, dropping off flowers and notes to remember 16-year-old Jaden Pienta, a junior who was stabbed to death yesterday in a classroom here. The community has has been literally clinging to one another, hugging and shedding tears. In fact, a group of people at New Vintage Church gathered around the memorial to pray for these students as they grieve. One woman in this group say that she has a son who knew Jaden. He asked her, Mom, I don't understand why this is happening. Sadly, she says she couldn't give an answer. This pains her as a mother because simply sending her kid to school, she says, is dangerous nowadays. And it's, it's a crazy world right now, and I don't understand it, and we have to keep our children safe. We really do, because we want them to come home. We want them to come. <laughs> Sorry. You're okay. Um, it's, as a parent, it's, it's very upsetting, and to see people I know here. There is obviously so many unanswered questions from parents and even students as it relates to this. Hopefully, as they continue their investigation, those parents and students will hopefully get some answers. I'll send it back to you, Liz. It's just shocking, Justin. I mean, to think that the suspect is 15 years old, the, the, the victims are 16. I mean, these are still kids, and this all happened inside a classroom at this school. You can only imagine the trauma that the folks, the, the children that witnessed this whole altercation, what they are going through today, too, not to mention, of course, the parents.
Absolutely, Liz. When you think about this, you know, you're a parent, but when you send your kids to school, you expect your kids to go to just learn. You don't expect right. something like this to happen. And it's sad that we're even talking about this during this time. It's just sad. Right. You assume that they're that they are safe when they go to school. All right, Justin, thank you so much. Well, coming up today at three o'clock, we continue our community conversation on youth mental health. Hearing today from teens and Bay Area experts on how to navigate the worries after incidents like the recent school violence in Santa Rosa. We'll have that story and more today at three o'clock. And we will continue to follow this developing story. You can find more on our website, kpix.com. And we're always streaming on our website, CBS News Bay Area. Turning now to some of our other top stories today, San Jose police arrested the man accused of beating up a food vendor. Police say on February 18th, Dioscoro Reyes assaulted a hot dog vendor in front of the SAP Center. Video of the incident spread fast on social media. Reyes now faces felony assault charges. He has posted bail and is not in custody. Also in San Jose, police say a 35-year-old man is under arrest after explosives and narcotics were found inside his home. This is all happening along Potomac Court near Henry T. Gunderson High School. Police say the man's wife and their two children live inside that home. The FBI and the fire department are assisting police right now. They say the house is not safe and nearby homes have been evacuated just in case there is a blast. There's a lot of material in there that we need to go through that we need to make safe. There's so much material in there that we've had to call in some federal resources to assist us with uh, the proper handling and, and rendering safe of uh, this evidence that's here. Now, it's not clear how the explosives were found in the suspect's home. Crews plan on being on scene at least through tomorrow. And the threat from winter weather far from over. Governor Gavin Newsom is declaring a state of emergency in 13 counties, including Sonoma. The governor's office says the state is contracting private companies for snow removal and clearing of the roadways. And speaking of snow, and luckily here closer to home, we're getting a little bit of break from all of that rain. But there also, there is a good side to all of this. It's doing wonders for our drought. It really is, Liz. And we take a look at what's going on already. Our drought monitor is looking amazing. Let's dive in right now to what's going on. Taking a look at this whole year, we've been seeing so many active rain systems sweep in from offshore to the point where we're already well above average. If we didn't see a drop of rain until September 1st, we would still be above average for this rain year. And that really has helped with the drought monitor. Our new drought monitor just dropped this morning and over half of California is pretty much out of a drought in some way, somehow. Take a look at this. The yellow just indicates abnormally dry conditions, which technically isn't drought conditions. Here in the Bay Area, that's what we're under and throughout the rest of the whole state we're not even dealing with extreme drought conditions anymore like i said those atmospheric rivers that we kicked off this year with they really did help in a lot of different ways they did cause some damage too however there's that silver lining and taking a look at our drought monitors month by month there's been so much improvement we'll have more on that coming up all right look forward to that thank you jess now all the recent rain has made a mess of the roads creating an obstacle course of potholes for drivers to try to avoid our katie nielsen shows us how crews are taking advantage of the sunshine to patch things up. It looks like she might have hit a pothole. Tim Nuss and his family own RT Tires in Dublin. He says they're seeing an increase in cars coming in with blown tires due to problems on the road caused by the rain. That's exactly what happened to Victoria Tory. We're driving on the Benicia Bridge and all of a sudden the tire went out. 
on the freeway, raining. It was it was horrible. She brought in her SUV, where Tim said there was no way to patch the flat. She had to get a new tire. The potholes and the way that the streets are are horrendous, and they shouldn't. They they need to be. There's so many that need to be fixed. In January, Caltrans said it filled 7,325 potholes across the seven Bay Area counties, including this one on 680 northbound just before Highway 4. But Tuesday morning, it opened again, flattening tires on more than a dozen cars. I was just following the guy in front of me, and boom, and uh, cars just keep coming in with flats. Same, same thing. Tim says right after the rains, their business jumps by more than 30% with all the flat repairs. But it isn't just potholes that cause problems. Just nails and screws and, and trash and junk that gets you know, washed up onto the road from the rain. Victoria said she's just happy her family is safe and she was able to get a new tire. You're awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. If your car was damaged by a pothole on the freeway, you can apply for reimbursement for any necessary repairs. You can find that information on our website, kpix.com.